Let's go down to Coach Kalani Sitake before the break right now. Probably going to be out for a little bit, and uh, how long that is, is, is uh, we still have to evaluate it and get some more um, opinions on it and everything. But, yeah, so that's we'll have to be ready for that. There was a comment about quarterback Zach Wilson's hand injury. In the um, after the fumble, after strip. Yeah, I thought there was enough time. I mean, a little under a minute. We had three timeouts, and um, you know, we've been throwing the ball pretty well and, and getting some some yardage on them. And, and, and so, uh, just really wanted with the time left and the amount of timeouts that we had, I thought it was good for us to go for it. And, uh, obviously, they made a big play on it and got the interception, and that cost us. So, uh, that that was uh, we have a lot of work to, to get done in the next. You know, we have a bye week, so we've got to evaluate a lot of things and look at it and, and get better before we go to South Florida for the next game. The team looked like it was inconsistent on both sides. You have stretches where they play really well and stretches mm-hmm. where they, they kind of struggle. And credit to you know, Toledo for some of that, but how do you kind of build on that and try and get those, those consistent stretches? It's, it's been kind of the issue we had is the inconsistency on, on you know in all three phases, basically. And so we, we had some missed field goals today. And, um, although we had some good returns, uh, we just never really could generate momentum. Even though when we had it, we seemed to give it up quite a bit. And you give credit to Toledo; they made some plays. They made more plays than we did, you know. And obviously, the score shows it. But uh, I thought it was a tough battle. But they they converted on fourth downs; we didn't, you know. And um, they made their field goals; we didn't. And so, you know, looking at at uh, evaluating all of it, I think as a coach, I, I need to do what's best for the team and then figure things out and try to get this so we're playing at our best against South Florida, and that, that really means everything that we have to look at and evaluate. Did they do stuff differently in the second half uh, offensively where you were unable to stop them? Adjustments oh, I think, I think they did a, uh, a lot of the similar things in the first half. They, they Pretty much the adjustments were maybe to throw the comebacks a little bit more and, and do a little bit more of the RPOs, but uh, you know, I, I thought they made more plays and, and it seemed like they just trusted the run game, kept trying to force-feed it to the running back, and you know, we didn't do enough to really, I, I don't know what the exact stats were, but uh, we knew they were going to run the ball. We didn't do enough to really uh, force the issue and make them have to go to the, the air as much as we wanted. And that's something that we have to evaluate and make sure that we get it done next time. What's that emotion like on the sideline as a coach and players when you get the strip and then all of a sudden just one play later, later give it back and basically, you know, end up giving up, you know, that position? That's hard. I mean, but I mean, that's that's the game, right? They made the play, we didn't, and um, don't want to take anything away from Toledo. We we had some good support here. We we had some noise going for our defense, and uh, they're a really good team. You know, I think they're they're going to do some damage in their conference play, but um, we really didn't help ourselves with some of the mistakes that we made, and you know, that's something that that I have to address as head coach, and some things that we got to make sure that we play more consistent. That's what I. That's my job. I got to get that done. How different do you think the game would have gone had Jake made those two field goals? Did it affect the momentum or just mentality? I mean, it would have been nice to have a padded, uh, more score, you know, a bigger lead. But the truth is that um, nobody plays perfect. Our guys played with a lot of effort. They, they gave us everything they had. They had tons of energy. Uh, we just weren't able to capitalize and make plays. I think on, you know, trying to keep drives alive on 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 offense and then defense get them off the field. You know and. We weren't able to do that consistently enough, and that's 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 what I got to get done. What did you tell him, or what did you talk to him about? Well, he just wasn't. I mean, he wasn't kicking very well today, and and uh, you know we, we thought he was punting pretty good, but his his uh, field goals and stuff, the kicks just weren't there. 
So we want Skyler and the PATs and things like that. That's why we travel those two kickers, just in case one of them doesn't do well. I think Jake was a little bit under under the weather, but still, he, we, we, we expect him to make those kicks. Talk about what Darren did. I mean, you threw him in a, into a tough situation, needing to try and drive down for a touchdown. Talk about his his performance. At yeah, this point. it was a hard spot, a spot to throw him into, you know, but he was ready for it, and he's got tons of confidence, and then... There's some things that we can do with him at the quarterback that, that uh, gives us a, a little bit of an advantage. But, uh, you know, I'm glad we have another week to get ready because it looks like he's probably going to be the guy going against South Florida. Throughout practice this week, did you have any sense that you guys would come out this flat or just, just one of those things? On offense? I thought defensively we came out. I, I don't think the flat thing was really a whole – you can't say that about the whole team, you know. The uh, offense didn't score enough points and, and defense was doing good in the beginning and uh, halftime, we felt good about about what we're doing defensively. We just couldn't generate enough enough momentum as a team. So uh, the energy was there. The guys are playing hard. I don't, I don't think flat is the right word to use. Anything else? What, what did you say to him after this game? Oh, we just got to go back to work. I mean, I told him how much I loved him and, and much I appreciate how how uh, the effort they gave today. But we got to get better. And um, this is this is one of those things where the guys give us everything they have, and we've got to make the good decisions on, on as a coaching staff to make sure that we're playing more consistent. All right, BYU head coach Kalani Sitake joining Riley Nelson and me now uh, from Toledo. Uh, coach, uh, you shut out the Rockets in the first quarter. You let it halftime, let it three quarters, and then the fourth quarter, uh, things just kind of got away from you there. How do you look back on uh, today's 60 minutes? Exactly that. I thought we were inconsistent as a team, and, uh, you know, defensively we were doing pretty good and then uh, gave up way too many plays in the second half, and... Uh, Offensively, couldn't score, couldn't couldn't get get in the end zone, couldn't make field goals, and um, that that's uh, the outcome. We we kept this thing way too close, and uh, you know Toledo made plays in the fourth quarter. We didn't, and so that that cost us the win. Um, got no choice but to get better and, and to work hard, and that's uh, you know we we have a week off that, that we have to really can't take it off. We have to get better and find a way to to you know improve and, and execute at a high level so that we can uh, have this win against South Florida. Dramatic swings <clears throat> in the final few minutes of this game. Uh, you end up getting a takeaway deep in your own territory, but you've got the ball in a tie game, and the very next play, it's an INT that ultimately decides this one. It, it, it went pretty high to pretty low pretty quickly, didn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, I, I thought uh, I, I had to look at that play again, but, uh, you know, we, we had three timeouts. We could have done anything. We could have done a lot of different things to, to see where – uh, where we could get, and um, you know that that's the play we came up with, and that's the the turnover cost us. You know, after we made uh, a stand and getting the ball back, that that was uh, the momentum was lost again. And so it seems like whenever we could generate momentum, you know, we get a big score from in the second half from our offense, and then our defense couldn't hold. And and um, you know, we've got to do better. We've got to do better as a team, and like, that's my job. I got to get that done. It's one of those rare games where you lose on a plus two in the turnover margin, just because of how crucial that one giveaway was there at the end. So let's maybe uh, uh, readdress for those that may have missed it. Uh, the status of uh, Zach Wilson, who got gets hurt on that play, right? The pick. Yeah, yeah. So um, we don't know the exact details on on the, the the time of it all. We just know that he's hurt. Confirmed that he's injured and. Uh, Looking like he won't play in the South Florida game. Maybe more than that. We have to get the, uh, you know, uh, that's just coming off of what we're what we can. We're limited here. We don't have all the specialists. But um, looking at it, it seems like there's going to be some significant time. But uh, definitely going to miss the South Florida game. So uh, we've got to get ready to for Jaron and and Baylor and and Joe. Those guys got to be ready to pick it up. What's the injury? 
It's uh, to his throwing hand. Um, I don't know the exact specific issue with it, but uh, there's there's something wrong with his throwing hand, and that that for a quarterback that's uh, that's hard to deal with. Coach Riley here. Um, the for a consistent theme and a time of possession, it's more what you do with that time than actual time of possession. But it was uh, minus ten again uh, today, and I, that's. As I look at the stat sheet with our backs, and if you include Jaron, because he caught a couple, you know, he caught a quick toss and that, but between Emmanuel and Lopini, only 16 carries. If you add Jaron's in there, there's only another 18. It, is there, and it's hard to ask you this without seeing the film, but would there ever be a point where you make a commitment to get a certain amount of runs, if nothing else, to keep the offense out there longer? and then to try and establish yourselves physically against a team that you're, you know, at least on paper, bigger and stronger than? Yeah, I, I think that's something that we have to really um, evaluate and, um, you know, looking at what we can do to just wear people down. We think we have a physical line, and I don't know if we're taking advantage of that enough, but um, I'm evaluating all of it, and, and uh, we have to make some really tough decisions in the next little bit to get ready for our game, but... All that stuff is going to be evaluated, whether it's scheme or uh, are we balanced or things like that. But uh, that's something that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking at it and looking at the stats and um, trying to see what will give our guys the best chance for success. And, and uh, with Zach being out now, we might have to lean more on that. With Jaron being on, on, you know, as one of our quarterbacks, he he has a little bit unique um, strengths that are different than than the other. So. Um, all that stuff, it's hard to say without watching film, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we were able to take advantage of our size and our presence on the line of scrimmage. Kalani, third and short's been a grind for BYU this year. Uh, BYU's one for four on third and three or shorter today. There were false starts on third and one and third and two that aren't counted in that group. And, and on third and one this year, BYU's four for nine, and, and teams are never under 50% on third and one. What are you seeing on the third and short stuff that's just not clicking for BYU right now? Well, it comes down to the execution, and that's, uh, you know, what are we going to hang our hat on in that time? Um, shouldn't be a lot of uh, guessing, and should, we should be able to know already the, what play we're going to go with. And then there's probably a few of them that you can go with that you got to hang your hat on and develop an identity. And we're, we're already five games in, and we've got to have that established. And so, uh, to me, it, it's, it's something that, that uh, I'm concerned about, and, and we have to do a better job. Otherwise... We end up punting uh, on, a, on a third and short situation. I hate doing that. Right. You, you lose Zach Wilson for a bit. We don't know how long. How equipped is Jaron Hall to do most of, if not all, the same things you were having Zach Wilson do, particularly relative to deep balls, which you got a couple of today? Yeah, he, he, he actually has a good arm and, and a very accurate arm. I think you saw a lot of it in the spring game and everything. So he's capable of doing it all, but it's just more of what is going to be suited for his skills and and his strengths—he's a little bit different than um, than, than Zach in, in the way he plays. So, I, I, but more than anything, this is like a, a an entire uh, unit issue. You know, we've, we've got to find a way. What's our best plays? And I think our receivers did some really good things today. But um, you know, we can't just sit there and think that uh, we're going to aerate this thing and, and be able to establish our presence that we want on the field. Coach Chaz, I used strip was uh, towards the end of the game to get you guys the ball before the kind of fatal interception was a tremendous play and uh, Kavika had one it got overturned but has there been an added emphasis on the defensive side of the ball at ripping and punching uh, as you swarm and rally to tackle guys that the guys who arrive second and third try and get that ball out because that could prove to be big as the season plays itself out yeah and that's just a high effort these guys play hard you know and um, it's an emphasis that they've been trying to 
capitalize on. They know how important these uh, these turnovers can be, and and um, it's just a it's a it's a weird thing to have these many turnovers. But we, you know, when we came into the game, we said we wanted to handle the run, and I don't I don't know if we did that well enough to my liking. You know, especially in the second half, and um, we they were able to keep some drives alive because they were able to establish a run game, and that's not something we we can't, couldn't let happen this game. But, but the guys are going to keep trying to strip the ball, but still, that's just that's a that's part of playing hard. I think uh, more than anything, we got to be more Simon sound and stop the run. And the run game, Kalani, for them, really wasn't established until the second half. You guys did a good job doing what you wanted to do in that first half uh, on the ground defensively. Yeah, I thought. I mean, our guys played really stout, but then they they started to really buckle down and, and trying to force the ball to to Kovac and and trying to run the ball inside, you know. And then they worked their RPOs and. Uh, I think our defense um, just on the field too long, and it's it's their own fault, you know, being out there and not getting out of um, third and long situations, and then uh, we got in a position where we were had them in a good spot, and the next thing you know, we get we get a a penalty for late hit, and I mean, there's just a lot of stupid mistakes, and uh, that it comes down to discipline, and I'm the one that's got to enforce that on on our team, and that's that's uh that's something that needs to get done right away, and if it's personnel, then fine, but if you know that's something that we've we pride ourselves on on being a disciplined team, but we didn't show it today in in spots, and then and uh, that might add to our inconsistency as a team. And you do pride yourself too, Kalani, on rush defense, which has always kind of been there for you guys. But this year has been a tough. It's been tough to stop the run. The teams have put up some big numbers on the ground against you, including today with a 242 by Toledo. Yeah, and 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 they should keep trying to run the ball on us, you know, until we we uh, show that we're going to stop it. And so that that. Uh, it comes down to scheme and, and a lot of different things with our strategy. And our players play hard, so I'm going to evaluate everything. And um, you know we've got to get we've got to get better. We we have to do better against the run. That's something that that you cannot do. Then uh, we've been in this system for a long time, and and if that means that um, you know we have to go back to what we're really good at, that's what we got to do. And I thought we did that in the first half, and maybe got away from it a little bit. Uh, the rush numbers against this year, uh, 262 Utah, 242 Tennessee, 171 USC, 187 Washington, then 242 Toledo today. Of course, they ran for 436 last week. It's what they do and, and do pretty well. Was there a time today, Kalani, where you felt like uh, like this game was where you needed to be to, to end up with the result you wanted? Well, I think we're up 11. Up 14-3. Yeah, and, and, uh, and, and it seemed like we were able to just kind of settle down a little bit, but then we couldn't get off on that one drive of defense and – I think they they kicked a field goal, which was okay, right? But um, and then our offense wasn't able to capitalize. I think we had another third and third and short situation. We had end up having to punt. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna as much as I want to go for it. I'm not gonna go for it on the 30 yard line. And even though it's a half a yard, we have to be smart. And we were able to pin them deep on some spots. And uh, just just really disappointed in 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 all of it how how it worked out. But um, the players play hard, and the coaches got to do a better job. Uh, Jake had missed uh, two field goals for his career coming into today, and he misses two on this day and goes over two. You say he wasn't feeling well today? Yeah, I mean the missed field goals will make you feel sick too, you know. <laughs> so um, I think he, uh, you know, we we went with Skyler because Skyler was feeling it, and that's why we traveled the two kickers. I think Jake was doing okay with the punts, um, but you know he might be overthinking a lot of the kicks. I mean he just wasn't getting the good pop. The one that hit the upright. That wasn't usually at that distance. He kicks the ball over the uprights, you know, and so it wasn't coming off his foot as well as as we wanted to see it. And and um, you know, he's he we we had to go look at it again and see if these guys compete. I think uh, personnel wise, we're gonna have to compete with everyone and, and get the best guys on the field. 
Coach, uh, Aleva had a tremendous day, not only receiving with that big, with that first touchdown at the half, but I want to ask you about the return game a little bit. It looked like at least the second one when he broke the tackle and got around the edge, that was a punt safe, so it didn't look like he had a return up there. But I want to give you the opportunity. Were these set up returns or were these great individual efforts by Aleva Hifo? No, both of them were returns. And so the um, you know, we, we saw something on the film, A.J. Stewart and Ed Lamb handle the, the punt return duties and, and – um, you know, we felt like we had a good chance if we can get him to punt the ball to us. Uh, I think the earlier he had some fair catch situations, but uh, I thought that, that was a good scheme for us. You know, I, I, I think t- special teams-wise we did okay, but our punt returns and, you know, punt coverage, we, we were decent, and then I, I think the kickoff cover were okay. That's just the field goals was, was the main issue. Last uh, couple of things for you, uh, Kalani. In the last decade, BYU's had literally one season where one quarterback goes all the way start to finish, and that was Taysom Hill in 2013. It's tough to get through a year with one guy, and you're already finding out again pretty early that you need more than one, right? Yeah, and, and, and uh, it's frustrating, but, you know, we, we uh, feel really comfortable with our guys, and I, I liked what I've seen from Jaron and, and the improvement he's already made, but um, I also feel really good about Baylor Romney, and I feel good about Joe Critchlow too. So uh, they have a good coach, and, and uh, I think the key for us is to make it so that Jaron can play fast and, and, and uh, utilize his strengths. That, that's a little bit unique and different than what we have with, with Zach. But um, I think for the most part is we just can't have him thinking too much. And, you know, I thought he, he responds well. He's a gamer. The guy wants these opportunities to step him and play. He wasn't afraid of the moment when he got in there. Uh, towards the end of the game, but um, now we, we have some hard work to do, and, and we'll get them ready. Tough couple of weeks. You lose your starting running back, Tyson, last week, starting quarterback, Zach, this week. And, and before the game, Kalani, I knew, did, I knew he didn't want to talk too much about what 2-2 two and two said about your team. What, what do you think about your guys at 2-3 and three heading into a bye week right now? Yeah, we've got some work to do, and, and, and it's time now to, for a gut check, you know, let's see what we're made out of and, and for our depth to step up. We have some guys that are banged up and some opportunities now for the young guys and other guys to step in when their number's called, and let's see how they, re- they respond. But I think coaches, we got to do a better job of getting them in a position to have success, and, and that's my main objective right now. So I, uh, the guys work hard, they play hard, and, and uh, you know we just need to buckle down and make sure the right guys are on the field and that we got the right scheme going with them. What will be your plan for the bye week here as you get ready for South Florida here in two weeks? I think we're going to work. We have to work through it. You know, uh, um, we'll let some guys heal up and everything, but uh, we go into it with practices starting next week, and uh, you know that that and we'll we'll let them get some some rest. But our focus is going to be on South Florida the entire time and getting our scheme on on all three phases ready to roll. Well, as tough as it was today, Kalani, your guys still gathered to uh, to acknowledge the fans and do the fight song, and there was a lot of BYU blue here at the Glass Bowl. I know you always appreciate it, and it's a tough one for the fans and your guys today, but uh, they showed out, and I know you, you do respect that. I do, and, and love our fans. I appreciate them being here and cheering, and they, they, they uh, made us feel at home, you know, on the road, and uh, just really disappointed we weren't able to get the win for them. But our players love them and appreciate all of them. And so I just wish everyone safe travels back home. And, and uh, we'll, get, we'll get back to work. These guys are, are, are dedicated to working hard, and, and we'll find a way. Safe travels to you, too. We will see you back in town. Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. All right, that is BYU head coach Kalani Sitake.